The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to uh, Global Business with Mahesh Joshi. Today we are going to discuss uh, one of the most important and relevant subject of the modern times, probably, the big analytics and uh, how it's changing the landscape of global business. I have with me Vishal Kumar, an author, innovator, and a mentor. Vishal is CEO and president of Analytics Week. He's a leading advocate for data-driven decision-making. He's uh, rated as top 100 global influencers to follow in data analytics by leading research organizations. He has published two books on the topics of ethics. Currently, his work involves using artificial intelligence to prepare workforce for the future. Vishal has also been a keynote speaker at various international conferences, and he also sits as advisor to various analytics startups. So welcome, Vishal, to our show today. Thank you so much, Mahesh. Uh, it's, a, it's an honor and a privilege, and I think you have built a, a fabulous franchisee and sparking some interesting conversation. I've always been a fan of uh, how businesses are shaping up and how uh, businesses should know how this rapidly changing keyword is evolving. So I do appreciate you for taking this initiative and, and helping educate all of us how a global landscape is shifting with the shifting of technological landscape. So excited to be part of it and thank you so much and looking forward to having some fun conversation with you. Thanks, Vishal. Uh, you know, I'll start with the very basics. So basically, analytics is about making good business decisions. So, as I understand, just giving reports with numbers doesn't help. You must provide information in a way that best suits our decision makers. Now, data may not replace the common sense and gut instincts as a decision-making tool. Because those have been there for a long time, and, and people built it with their experience. But it definitely is becoming an irreplaceable strategic weapon in the business world especially to stay competitive. Now, that could be a competitive advantage if you are data-driven. Now, uh, there are more than enough evidence available, and there are reasons to believe, uh, and it's proven beyond uh, uh, any kind of doubts, that uh, what we've always done based on intuition may not be the best way to go. So I want to pick up your brains, and uh, uh, I would like you to share your expert opinion uh, on this subject. 
I think that's that's extremely rightly said, uh, Mahesh. So definitely, world is evolving all around us, and we have a lot of data and capability nowadays that we, as human and businesses globally, would be able to leverage. And I think there is also um, uh, there are sort of two areas where I see that. So intuition mm-hmm. is still important. So if if you look at if if I wear my statistics hat. or statistician hat yeah so intuitive um so all the good models that we have for prediction for predicting success if you have some intuition yeah. in it definitely that's a go right so those are some of the su- successful model they use some or the some smart percentage of of, of intuition and i think so you're adding personal intelligence into data intelligence right. so it's a it's an exponential factor there it's it's because we as yeah. humans we have gained so much of insights over the time that ai still yeah. is not proficient enough uh, to to pick those thing up and 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 there i think so uh-huh. let let me talk about one of the uh, from the innovation end so i this is i, I wrote about this in in in, the, in my book data driven innovation is that there are two kind of innovations top down and bottom up right so if leadership thinks uh-huh. this is the strategic way to go let's go with that right, right? so that perspective that perspective still appreciates the idea of intuition right so henry ford put it the best that if you ask people what they want they probably want faster horses right so definitely right. we need we need disruptors we need sort of uh, rule breakers on the other side if you talk about mm-hmm. bottom up innovation so innovation that's mm-hmm. coming out from consumer analytics in, in innovation that comes out from what your customer really want those capabilities we have been guessing since uh, till now because there was not enough capabilities available to to leverage data that we capture from those transaction with 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 these communities mm-hmm. or our our clientele now with the current landscape we'll be using more and more of those um, opportunities where we can we can learn from the customers and see exactly what they mm-hmm. want even before they think they want it so that's that's the Uh, truly a, a strategic edge but i see that the both both of the world are still having some play and some sort of uh, some overlap mm-hmm. in in that as well in which we can sort of expand oh perfect perfect that's great insight now you know in, in last many years vishal if you if you go recent past or beyond uh, we have seen there has been a, a, a very steady increase of importance of data analytics you know it's not limited only to organizations it's in all organizations now it's uh, it's even in consumer good companies it's in professional sports franchises it's in political consultancies medical research institutions financial firms in name or whatever it's there and uh, uh, the change which you see is that at the heart of many of these analytics uh, in these organizations is not necessarily the data scientist mm. you know uh, but often a data analyst who understands his or business and department in addition to the data it uses to drive a good decision or drive the decisions and uh, you know see the effort uh, i was seeing somewhere the us bureau of labor statistics has reported that the job market for various data analysts discipline is growing at almost 30% annually which is three times more than the 
national job growth average, it, I think that's only close to uh, slightly about 10 percent. And uh, also, there are a lot of predictions which are coming about uh, uh, the, the analytics and what's the role of analytics, how it's going to impact uh, not only the business, sports, political landscapes in future. So uh, uh, one of the predictions which I see, and especially for the kids coming out of college, which it says, in future, data analysts will be the hottest job. You know, as you see the demand in, in, in recent past for data analysts uh, has gone up. It has never been so high. And definitely there's a lot of data being generated. And it's expected to go up. It's not going to, to slack uh, in, in near future. Uh, and, and the simple reason being, uh, the amount of data has to be dealt is huge. And there is an ever-increasing need for perfecting the analytics of that data. Uh, there's no, no end in innovation on it, that how many different ways you can cut it and make it talk the right language. And uh, even universities, if you see, they are providing specialized degree programs. You know, on, on analytics. And uh, if you see that, that there are a lot of businesses and economic, not a business, even economic students are taking up these courses. It's not only just the computer science guys, earlier it used to be that. That trend is changing. And uh, the growth, which is there already in supply of data analysts, is also supported uh, by what you get if you are a data analyst. What you get is it's very intellectually fulfilling job. Because, you know, you make the data speak and, and you make it provide information or, 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 or decisions which otherwise your intuition or something else was not supporting it. Or maybe it was there, but it provides a backup support to your decision. And also, in future, they're supposed to give a lucrative career paths for them. So basically, the combination of the demand and supply in the market for data analysts, it may make it the hottest corporate job for future. Mm. You know, what are your thoughts about uh, uh, the, the the trend which is building up? I think that's so. Again, exceptionally very good point, my. So definitely, we have a lot of data available for us to chew. We have yeah. those capabilities that we have built. Um, that and 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 in the craziest search right now. So talk about one of the world's largest coffee companies said we're not a coffee company we are a customer experience and software development company one of the largest manufacturers right. of industrial That's engineering right. says hey we're not an industrial engineering company we are one of the largest software data science company so almost every that's a, sorry for interruption, but that's a very good point you brought look at what GE is telling nowadays right. yes maybe you're hinting there that right. was an industrial conglomerate with financial arm which came up in the past wherever they are now but you're absolutely right that is kind of showing the change in the track right and and i think that's that's very fulfilling to see that at least uh, there's there's mm -hmm. the demand and the need and the urgency to jump on the bandwagon is really high and i think regarding the the, the data analyst being uh, one of the hottest role of today i think i, I look at it as uh, again statistician perspective uh, looking at the qualitative and quantitative uh, angle to, to 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 this particular problem so mm -hmm. Quantitatively, yes, there's a lot of data, so we need we need people who can understand this data, who can somehow analyze this data, who can figure out what's mm -hmm. going on with this data. 
so that is definitely a a very big and gigantic or as as we have something called huge yes um right. uh, that that goes on in it when we talk about qualitative uh from from that angle so i'm think uh, i'm i think that more of a storytellers or data investigators so data analyst probably is would mm-hmm. not foot that bill but i think you pointed out beautifully mm-hmm. economist are jumping into this wagon wagon bandwagon astrophysicists right, are jumping right. on this bandwagon they want to understand and so mm-hmm. now these guys are coming up with from their domain right and they want to see okay i understand my domain but i was given very limited data when i started this career but now you have lot more data so can you mm-hmm. tell me something that i can translate back into my domain right so those perspectives right. so that's going to be another biggest problem so i think there was one of the stat um, that i um, saw a bunch of uh, uh, bunch a uh, couple of months back it talks about uh-huh. there are two uh, enterprise vertical corporate development and strategy building and the second being mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. engineering and technological uh, development both of these vertical mm-hmm. is she is seeing already massive shortage of talent right so that means right. we have lot less people to cover for that that particular area so that means that mm-hmm. area is is available for disruption right so the, we are seeing lot of automation mm-hmm. jobs coming in we are seeing lot of ai uh, jobs coming in and then almost every mm-hmm. other vertical now needs to step into these verticals these corporate strategy mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. on on the other side engineering to understand what's going on and then bring the science or back to or bring the art uh, uh, back to back to their respective silos and typically i call right. the strategy as art because that is our strategic uh-huh. edge or competitive our competitive edge and the engineering is the science uh-huh. so any business to exist uh-huh. you need an art and a science working together to, to deliver right. an outcome so from that perspective i think uh, absolutely a big big yes that data analyst would be a great job uh, for uh, but also those vertical heads or vertical representations from all other vertical and right. industries to stepping in and talking to this data analyst and taking the insights and sort of delivering it to their business leadership on what's happening so that that's going to be a a, a massive plus as well as we head into this future that's a brilliant point uh vishal thank you for great insights uh, we are end of our first segment we'll take a short break and uh, then we'll continue the discussion become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america Have you friended us on Facebook yet? 
Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Welcome back. You are listening to Global Business with Mahesh Yoshi. Today we are having a very interesting discussion with Mr. Vishal Kumar, an author, innovator, and, and mentor. And uh, we are discussing uh, also one of the most important in the modern times, the big analytics and how it is changing the landscape of global business. So Vishal, uh, we had a very interesting discussion when we took the break. Uh, I just want to get back into a little bit on the nuts and bolts of it. You know, uh, the analytics and all has to be supported. Data analytics, data collection. IT has an important role on it. If it does not embrace it, there is an issue. And what it looks like from the recent past, that IT is embracing the self-service analytics movement, that it is facilitating it. You know, definitely the, the, the demand for data analytics is increasing and it is putting tremendous pressure on IT to develop the infrastructure, the tools and other things to enable uh, uh, users who are in a very broad spectrum, you know, and uh, they are looking to get answers through the data and IT has to help out there. And, and, and the good part now is the users are not only the individuals with the data analyst role, they are not. But also those in the those those in the organizations, in the businesses who work with data every and they are not working on any individual part of it. They are working across various functions. It could be in marketing, to operations, to finance, to HR everywhere. So IT needs, or maybe Alice will embrace, the concept of self-service analytics. And they have an important role to play uh, by enabling business users with access to critical data. Not by the, the individual is, is kind of collecting data, analyzing, writing programs, rather getting the critical data. That's the role of IT. And I think they've already started moving in that direction. And by providing business users with leading edge analytics tools, which IT can create, that will allow them to create sophisticated analytics without requiring, uh, you know, running for programming assistance from data scientists when you need the data, you know, or, or other analysis, or without waiting for data from IT. They want to do it themselves, like uh, uh, you can have your uh, screen always giving you some clear analytics instead of picking up data, analyzing, then coming out uh, with some outcomes. And I think the companies will find themselves on a new competitive footing and I would call that as an advantage and, and, and ready to uncover really, really some uh, hidden trends uh, which otherwise are not available, which the data analytics will give them, and that is going to take them 
probably to leadership positions in what they do. You know, what do you think? What are your thoughts about such a situation? And what would be the role of a leader in such situations in future? Uh, I think a very, very loaded question. So I think it's it's. However simple it sounds, this is I think this is one of the most crucial uh, uh, point that you pointed out, uh, Mahesh. I think, and you are pretty much hitting right on the nail. This is one of the most challenging situation and one of the most or, or one of the brightest opportunity. Right when we see this, uh, uh-huh. us stepping into this future of of business. So basically, as as we discussed in our in, in our last sex last segment that um, there is there is a massive there is there is a shortage of talent in strategy um, and core development and and technology and and engineering development so strategy to to me is is that art right so and and typically art is what uh, is fascinating about a business that is the competitive edge that is why the business exists that is why they they have the footing that they have so now mm-hmm. leadership leaders have the strongest uh, um, sense of the pulse of a business right they are connected to to the culture or 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 that sort of strategic uh, initiatives of of a business so now with this evolution of engineering i think one of the one of the one of their number one job role for a leader is to uh, preserve and protect uh, their culture right mm-hmm. so now when you throw these these keywords and this rapidly evolving word and the panic button all together I think it's leaders job to stay calm and composed at the same point understand the agility of the situation right so I think one thing that uh, mm-hmm. uh, that pretty much uh, so they are progressive leaders so some of the leaders are they they know it they know what's going on so mm-hmm. they move mm-hmm. faster than than the businesses they try to get all these this evolution and all these changes into the corporate architecture and in a hierarchy mm-hmm. So many of the leaders that we mm-hmm. spoke to and, and we, we talked about, some of them are really rock stars. So one of the stories that I, I can I, I can uh, quickly quote here, so uh, actually two stories. Mm-hmm. So one one is there's a company in, um, in, in Canada and they make sort of mm-hmm. very heavy uh, engineering bench and this, they sell it to, to military grade. Mm-hmm. So these are expensive military grade benches that they send and they sell about, I think, right. 100 to 120 per year not much and one mm-hmm. of their leader mm-hmm. uh, they came in touch with us saying that hey what is big data like what is analytics i want to stay competitive and i want to right. and i said sure yeah. tell me tell me your story and, and does this bench have sensors no what's going on no do you mm-hmm. capture anything no so but he was alarmed and he said no i want to leverage that to my point so those are like kudos to to these guys because that's something that uh, it's not easy because that again they have to preserve and protect their, their current businesses and the other story was uh, which is which is actually a fascinating success so we, we we talked to one of the one of the modem modem manufacturing company and they sell modems to mm-hmm. caterpillar and and sort of uh, like those guys so now Right. Even before there's a wave of analytics, so they say, "Hey, we have modem that captures the that can talk to the central server." So we we talk to their trucks and their engineering equipments. Mm-hmm. Why don't we build a capability that help Caterpillar and and these heavy engineering companies locate exactly where what right. is happening, 
so we can optimize the route for them mm. and and pretty much they can save so much on fuel they can save much so, so much on logistics and and there's of different different there's a plug for autonomous vehicle and mind you these guys are not manufacturers of these engineering equipment these are just a modem company who just think mm. hey why not we pretty much create some capability that someday maybe like some of these guys would would need and mm. i think again so they they now run substantial business of a couple of these engineering companies helping them understand and sort of automate those architectures mm-hmm. so again one mm-hmm. of the very fascinating story of some of the leaders who jumped uh pretty quickly uh in 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 getting um getting themselves attuned to this this change so cultural change is one of the one of the most challenging one and i think um mm-hmm. le- its progressive leaders are nice to have but unless mm-hmm. they have sort of uh, some affinity or some interest in the future and they have some willingness to change and i think uh, and and even from the other part of the of, of the company they should also understand that what leaders are going through i think this is another area that that we many time not uh, pay put too much attention to how a leader is thinking mm-hmm. that will help us structure our thought that's why communicators are very important in all these verticals because you need to you have data you have visibility but somehow if you can't talk how leader can mm-hmm. listen then obviously there is there is a big big mm-hmm. hoopla so your to a point yes leaders are extremely important and i think we should mm-hmm. uh, we should be cognizant on that fact and um leaders should be more forgiving and more open to trying new things and they should definitely mm-hmm. preserve and protect their culture yeah because you know the the environment has changed that's where the leadership becomes a uh, very important because the unique unique features of a company or a business where they are differentiating are changing very very fast you know the data you can say as uh, the the impact was the king and now it would be analytics and then it would be the quality of analytics with this speed so how quickly you can figure out what's happening and what data can tell you exactly and and what's your refinement level uh, if you to build that kind of organization the leaders will have a very important role as you mentioned uh, and then you give a very good example of the company which is heading in that direction okay uh, now uh, vishal uh, uh, as you pointed out you're talking about some sensors and all that so basically what you you're collecting data so what would probably happen in future is the predictive analysis will go mainstream so you're always collecting the data and predicting what's going to happen so like uh, uh the definitely the emergence of big data has increased interest in predictive analytics it has also significantly expanded the market for advanced analysis and if you look at it today every function in an organization can see the value in predictive analytics to improve the performance of the business you know till very recently you know actually running predictive analytics required very expensive data scientists i goes uh, with the phd's uh, especially in 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 products engineer products industrial products and it used to be very little but a lot of very exhaustive high uh, uh, bandwidth engineers phd's were needed for that but with the demand for predictive uh, uh, far outpacing the supply of data scientists it has changed it things are changing and the technology is supporting it so the number of new college graduates 
uh, want to use the newest cutting edge tools without being a programmer. You don't need to be a programmer or a PhD to do a good predictive ana analysis. It is how you analyze the data and how it gets challenged to you, to, uh, channeled to you. You know, and with the real life business experience of existing data analysts, you don't need to be a computer programmer. You need more of that and the data, as you earlier mentioned, that uh, you will still need gut and instincts, but you will need uh, a, a good data, a good analyzed data to make uh, a collection of those two as a good decision. So the predictive analytics will probably become accessible to everyone in future. So, uh, Vishal, my question to you here is, in, in, in your opinion, how is the big analytics changing the business world across the globe? Because today, the business is absolutely global. It's connected across the world. You know, people, uh, telecommute, a lot of things are happening. So uh, I just wanted to capture your opinion that how this will act the way business is being conducted across the globe. What we're going to do now is we'll take a short break. And uh, we'll start with your answer once uh, we come back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Welcome back. Uh, you are listening uh, to an interesting discussion today on global business with Mahesh Joshi. We have uh, um, Vishal Kumar, an author, innovator, and mentor discussing uh, one of the most important and relevant subjects after modern times, the big analytics and how it's changing landscape of global business. And before the break, I posed a question to Vishal. Vishal, I would like to take your opinion on, on how is the big analytics changing the business world across the globe? Uh, I, I think that's very, very good question, Mahesh. So I think as we discussed in our previous segment, so it's it's definitely a keyword, right? So there's a lot of shortage, there's a lot of mm -hmm. demand. Uh, the press is doing its job in creating the panic. So businesses are worried. And some businesses who actually have, right. have started jumping early in this bandwagon 
are showing some colossal uh, improvements and they are seeing some some of the interesting um, findings as so well as you speak so mm-hmm. definitely it's 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 a it's it's a great opportunity for all the businesses and um, i think one of the one of the things that uh, global businesses so i think for local this is easy right so they have they have one mon- one mono focus and they have this value chain that they deliver in in that particular sort of their site and they have one 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 single presence and one source of truth but if you are global so yeah. you have a massive cultural socio economic impact uh, that that you uh, that you give out to to the to the economy and communities so one of the things that um, the so analytics is is extremely important so for a company like uh, dove and the company a uh, company like unilever and procter and gamble and i was talking to a company they make fragrances it's interesting so this guy so he gave me an interesting insight he said vishal do you know that in mm-hmm. after every 250 miles the taste of mango changes or at least the taste of flavor of mango you need to put at a oh. at so i i never knew that yeah. i said mango i just know like three four mangoes mm-hmm. that i i love eating and, and i thought that's pretty much what i'm eating across so right. this is the the mango in asia versus the mango in I, so there were like about 270 flavors of mango in asia and and that is the power of analytics right so they 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 capturing the palate and from there on understanding yeah. what's going on and giving it back to the community and mm-hmm. businesses now businesses are that smart to figure out that they need a different yeah. palette for every x miles to to yeah. sustain their growth these yeah. are some of the some of the things that we can even like we can't even dream or we can't even imagine that uh, what analytics can do for us mm-hmm. and another interesting story that yeah. i that i i i remember for, so one of the number one retailer online retailer in the world we all know who who he is or who this this business is mm-hmm. so one of the core differentiator or one of the core element in 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 a retail business is pricing strategy right how you can price your product to a yeah, consumer yeah. based on their 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 understanding of the value that this particular product will will, uh-huh. will generate for them so now for this particular business it's matter of couple of it used to be hours but now it's less than hour that they can predict what you want and what you can pay for that price and then you can pretty much give that price product in front of you so it will always be lucrative to you but on their end they can actually mm-hmm. do a price sensitive analysis and give it to the right people and their next competitor who's who's again i can't uh, name that but they have they can do this in 4 days so now with ah. that edge right it's it that's the power of analytics so it it is making some serious impact oil manufacturing company advantage yes yeah and i think th- th- there are a couple mm-hmm. of um, oil drilling companies just by looking at the seismic mm-hmm. data they are trying to figure out mm-hmm. where to drill and what is the success rate even before right. they invest into drilling because I, i was talking to one of the exactly. one of the one of the saudi company that they drill and they say yeah. they have very little margin of error right if they if you end up de- uh-huh. digging a wrong hole it's a colossal failure and and there's a lot of infrastructure investment that they are putting in so they have to be massively accurate so like analytics mm-hmm. is is helping shape shape that part of the world in 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 a pretty mm-hmm. massive ways so so i think mm-hmm. nothing but all fun for businesses who are in this and i think uh, they will mm-hmm. will be seeing some interesting use cases emerging as more and more businesses yeah. start using analytics in their global uh, presence <coughs> mm nice and you know 
Vishal, you bring a good point on the consumer products and others. And we are hearing a lot about IoT, the Internet of Things. And uh, there's another prediction which is coming up for future is that Internet of Things uh, uh, will get more organization interested and interested in factories and even using geospatial analytics. Mm. You know, <coughs> today we live in the world of mobile devices. And these devices have provided access to location-specific information. They provide very well. A mobile right. device can, uh, can, can tell companies about our taste, you know, preferences and movements. You're talking about uh, the mangoes, taste of mango. It could be any fruit. could be anything else. Right. And, uh, and who is the beneficiary, beneficiary here from this information? It's the consumer. Right. You know, now, uh, if you look at, uh, there's some data I was looking at. Only 23% of the organizations uh, today are using location intelligence. That's a new one now for critical business decisions. I think you hit it during this one of the retailers example you were giving it. Uh, you know, that's also part of it. The who's visiting you, what the tastes are, and how often they come in, and where they are at a, at a, at a point of time where they're arriving from. So it looks like it's going to change uh, dramatically in future for decision making. So the cost of IoT devices today, the sensors and all, has dropped tremendously. And uh, there are a lot of people who are getting, uh, uh, you know, there are a lot of people who are getting access to self-service analytics platforms. And uh, quickly, I want to uh, to refer Photon X. You're the CEO of the company with us, and they were trying to read the mood of a person by taking pictures hmm. and suggesting music and food and all that kind of stuff. And uh, the geospatical uh, analytics have been mainstream for several years. It's, it's nothing new, but it's not being used in day-to-day in -day life as it, as it should be, and it's not been given that kind of visibility, but it's there. And data analysts will move beyond collecting location reference data in the future. That's expectation uh, from connected devices and, and combining the data with other kind of information which can help in conducting a deep analysis. And if you see in stores, you are giving an example, I think we will see more beacons placed in stores to detect when people enter, when they spend their time, and you know, to, to, to enable better uh, understanding of merchandise and, and personalization of merchandising. And, and we, uh, actually we see in transportation industry today, it's, it's, it's bound to expand its use of data from connected cars, you know, automated public transport systems, to reduce congestion and emission. I mean, emission has a, has a role to play there because you, you, you can use the data for that. And uh, it, it, what I hear is that we will see more widespread use in manufacturing operations, connectivity of machines and everything, which will definitely improve operations and, and predict maintenance needs. So you don't have failure, un, uh, which is unplanned shutdown. Rather, you can plan your production, you can plan your operations, well, ultimately, it's going to be leading to more innovative products. You know, during what some of uh, uh, us are calling as uh, the digitized industrial revolution, <laughs> and I'm one of those firm believers, we've already moved from industrial era to digital era. Right. So, so Michelle, just to summarize what I said and what I collected from our discussions till now, it seems that there is a quantum disruption coming in the way the factories are being run now. They will change. And business choices are being made by collecting massive, massive amount of data about personal choices. 
what I, it, it seems that with that kind of data collection, uh, it may seem that who is in kill of data may know more about a person than the person himself. Like you have data about me, my habits, you may know more about me than I know about myself. You know, uh, like you gave an example of, of, of app, uh, the, the mangoes. So basically what it is doing, uh, somebody is challenging an opinion which is built on experience of eating mango at different places or a fruit by providing the right data, analyzing it properly. So uh, that's that's what I see is is, is going to happen in, in, in future. Do you see it going in the same direction? So uh, uh, definitely uh, uh, your insights will be very useful to us uh, and our listeners. Can, can we take this one up after the break? So let's take a short break and we'll continue with your uh, thoughts after the break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Welcome back. You're listening to a very interesting discussion today on global business with Mahesh Joshi. Uh, why it's interesting? Because we have with us Vishal Kumar, an author, innovator, and mentor, discussing one of the most important and relevant subjects of the modern times, the big analytics, and how it's changing the landscape of global business. Vishal, thank you so much for the first three sessions. Very, very interesting. Now, when we close the third session, we were looking at how is the quantum disruption coming in the way factories are being run? Uh, please go ahead. Yes. So again, uh, thank you. Very, very, very important question. So uh, we have a lot of data. So that's the fact. So we have a lot of data. We can analyze. There are systems available that can do that can do these things. So we know a lot more. So I think you raised an interesting point that we may know a lot more about us than we actually do from, from the data that we interact with. But I think... So that's a that's good to know, right? But there is another a massive cultural element of trust, right? Of trust, of of understanding the trust and respecting the trust and and privacy. Mm-hmm. So I think one of the thing that uh, definitely businesses could leverage and could understand is how they can. So data itself means nothing. 
So data knowing what they know it, it itself means nothing. It's the value that I want. Right. If that's delivered by data, yeah. that is something that probably I'll be I'll be interested in. So, and I think one of the thing one of the interesting thing that we are seeing as businesses are relying more and more on data. And and I'll I'll take you back into the conversation of uh, strategy uh, and and engineering gap. So art versus science. Yeah. So whenever yeah. we go in in analytics, yeah. it's it's science. Science is predictable. Science we know, right? Art is something that we want to preserve. Art is something that defines us. That is our core differentiator. So from that perspective, uh, we want to make sure as a business, we understand the art and then we use the science to embrace the art. That that's what we are pro progressing. So yeah. I'll give you one example. So there was a there was a retail online retail store in summer days. Suddenly um, they saw a huge spike in ornament, the Christmas tree ornament getting sold. And they had no clue, right. but sure, they started acting on it, on that information, and they start supplying. But but in summer, it costs more because it's not seasonal. They have to again revive those factory right. and, and productions. So they realized that after some digging, that because there there's a free shipping gap that everyone was filling in, and there was an item on that particular season that was hot, and the system itself was mm -hmm. suggesting an ornament to fill up that gap. So now that's that's ah. that's the science it play with no art in it, right? So you end up sort right. of the system at end up generating and businesses had no clue and they were sort of puzzled <laughs> what's going yeah. on. So that is definitely uh -huh. one of one of one of one of the core core area that we should be cognizant on. Yeah. I think one of the yeah. one of the thing that I, I definitely want to say is Stockdale's uh, paradox. So there's a there's a book called uh, Good to Great by Jim Collins and he 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 he's <coughs> told a story about Admiral Stockdale where he was captured in Vietnam and he was asked who dies first. So he said, optimists die first, right? So they, they had massive hopes and then it just shattered and yeah. they're just pretty much gone, right? Then dies pessimist because yeah. they were like, they were just killing mm. themselves anyways. The only guys mm. who survive mm. are the, the realists. So they understand the situation. Mm. They understand the optimism, pessimism, yeah. and then sort of they can revive a, a, a mid, mid ground to, to do those things. So I think yeah. that's something that we all have to sort of um, uh, work on when we are working through this uh, this data and, and understanding how the businesses run on those. Perfect. You know, Vishal, I want to bring in something uh, uh, which is a very exciting sports <laughs> politics. <laughs> and I see analytics has a role in sports performance and politics. It's becoming very everyday, you know, um, and it's growing. Well, let's look at that. Uh, you know, the movie Moneyball. Or if you read the book, you can see how Oakland A baseball team used data analytics. They challenge long-held beliefs about the metrics that can predict players' performance. You know, that was just a few years ago, not many years ago. That many teams across all sports have since followed suit, and they have become more data-driven. A more recent trend is that athletes themselves are using statistical analysis to monitor, analyze, and enhance their performance. Because there are very really some finer points which can make them excel uh, at a professional level. And, and, and across several sports, it's happening now. And the, the most recently, I read about uh, the NBA star, Kevin Durant. He worked with a personal analyst, Justin Dormallo, uh, to optimize his shooting efficiency from a range of positions on the court uh, for the uh, past couple of years. What was the result in 2014 that he became 
the MVP and took the Oklahoma City Thunder to Western Conference Finals. And similarly, some of the Olympians, at least, they are working with personal statisticians to capture the data and uh, design their workout and optimize their means schedule and performance. It looks like in future, the sports analytics may become mainstream. Like it may start from the very beginning of the sports in schools and colleges. So that's one observation I had. And uh, I would like now uh, uh, to take it towards the, uh, the closing of our, our program. We have a few more minutes left, Vishal. So if you look at it, well, I gave this example of politics also. Well, we are seen in politics how people are using to decide where the vote banks are, where the focus and all that, and, and what they need to say there. But beyond that, uh, there's a belief building up that data analytics, analytics is becoming an integral part of our day-to-day -day life. That's number one. And uh, but I want to uh, get your thoughts about this. What is the future of data analytics? One, in what we talked about day-to-day -day life. And second, more important for our listeners, how is going to impact global uh, very good. I think a, a very good question and, and it's packed. So uh, let me take uh, one by one. So politics and um, sports. So beautiful areas. Uh, it's it's again, it's very close to our culture. So we believe in our, in our teams. We believe in our system of democracy yeah. wherever we live. So uh, analytics has an amazing role to play in in those verticals. So if, if you look at Brexit, and if you look at the US elections, right? So analytics pretty much failed to deliver us the insight that, that pretty much suggested what yeah, happened. That's right? a very good point. So, yeah. so it's, right. I think one of the things that, that we saw during the season, so everyone was asking, hey, which uh, data company that these guys used? How did they f figure out this particular yeah. success? And I think my uh, understanding of that particular scenario is, there is a lot of dehumanized analytics around. So if if you don't capture the so our data is as good as uh, its source. So if the source is not proper, if right. you're missing out on a source, whatever the analytics yeah. tell you, it's not going to be the truth. So it is. Mm -hmm. I think it's 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 incumbent or it's important for businesses to understand the source of the data and be very be very inviting to as many sources because the more yeah. you know the more you can learn and the more you can utilize. So I think what what one of the bigger things that that, uh, that definitely I'm picking out from this question was that if businesses had seen the failures that Brexit and, and US election brought to the analytics, there would be a colossal failures, right? So these things brings, uh, this, this, so these failures ask people to, to question what is going on. So that's why it's very right. important for the business leaders to again protect and preserve the culture of businesses right so just don't go <coughs> and jumping on the bandwagon of analytics but slowly bring right. them into your culture so you're not building your culture around analytics but you are using analytics to mm. empower your culture so that's one of the thing that that definitely is a, is a must go and in 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 the sports arena it's it's no different we see like i i, I was uh, talking to one of the one of the analyst company who sports analytics on how they felt um, fail to predict the success of an athlete because of wrongly delivering or, or understanding wrong and wrong analytics. So analytics is pretty right. much collecting of successes and telling you where you can probably find some success, right? But if you have your inherent art, inherent edge, 
then how would analytics help it so that's why whenever you right. see i think us does it really well in many cases and china too is they embrace the art and use analytics to empower that art and whenever you see mm-hmm. the other way where you use analytics to to build an art that's mm-hmm. where we see we see some failures and that's those are expensive failures by the way so i think that's that's for the for the politics and, and story and i think one of the closing statement that i can i can pretty much provide here is that culture of a company is extremely important for businesses so mm-hmm. protect and preserve the culture and be very very inviting and and adaptable to this current ecosystem changes and people mm-hmm. are using it if you you have to jump on this bandwagon whether you want to do it or someone do it for you so i would rather have you take the mm-hmm. first step understanding and embracing it rather than market pushing right. you in that area and and you sort of it's it's not it's not going to be pretty so that's that's i think that's my take away appreciate the culture and protect and preserve it when you're implementing analytics and that's a very powerful statement you know Uh, uh, it seems, uh, as you explained so well, Vishal, in today's economic climate, organizations, individuals must rely on a combination of experience and data, as you said, art and science, and whichever way you want to count. But don't use one alone and leverage, as you said, the cultures uh, and data supporting it, or whatever initiative you have to make decisions, and that will affect the performance for years to come. And before we close, Vishal, I just want to uh, share with our audience the impact of data on our life uh, nowadays. And I wanted to share some three facts with them. So imagine uh, between today and tomorrow, two, just two days, we'll create information which is as much as we did from the beginning of time until 2003. That's the magnitude wow. of data. And in every minute, we send more than... 210 million emails generate almost 2 million facebook likes send almost 300,000 tweets and upload approximately 200,000 photos to facebook and uh, there are more than 575 new websites imagine that spring into existence every minute of every day that's the magnitude of data we are dealing with so uh, vishal thank you for joining us today appreciate the brilliant insights you have provided about the big analytics it has been a very intriguing discussion you provide amazing insights and a view into the future and i wish you a great success with your books and we learned a lot with you today that how to mix art and science to be successful in global business thank you thank you so much mahesh privilege to be part of it again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 